I think resilience has become a great issue. Um, you just have to keep going and keep trying. And if you're convinced of your vision, which in my case I was, you just have to find a way to keep going and pushing and um, start finding little success stories, share them, share them, teamwork, make them big, make them grow together. Hello and welcome to the Is Digital Business podcast from ISD. I'm Ian McMurray, Learning Design Manager at ISD. In this episode, I'll be speaking to Sylvia Rausch, Marketing Director at Saba Infraestructuras, a company driving customer-centric digital transformation in urban mobility. Saba is one of the largest car park operators in the world, with more than 385,000 parking spaces across nine countries. Since Sylvia became marketing director at Saba in 2014, the car parking industry has been evolving dynamically. What used to be an infrastructure management business is now part of the urban mobility ecosystem. Driven by changing consumer preferences and technology, new business models are popping up all the time. As head of marketing, Sylvia and her team focus on providing customer-centric solutions and leveraging the power of digital technology. The digital transformation that they have initiated includes defining a scalable customer-centric digital strategy, conceiving and implementing the digital ecosystem, and introducing agile methodology. All this in stark contrast to how things were just a few years ago. I asked Sylvia, what was it that first sparked your vision of change? Right, uh, what first sparked my vision of change was probably a sentence um, I heard in when I was interviewing uh, with Kim, our digital market, our future digital marketing manager. He was the first person to tell me about how interesting it would be to digitally transform a traditional company like Saba. Up to that point, I had considered that my mission was to create an e-commerce and I had not at all thought about digital transformation. Another important issue which made me think of change was really happening was in November 2015 when I was able to attend a, a big congress in Berlin. It's the European Parking Associations Congress, which takes place every two years. And there was an important executive from BMW doing a keynote speech and explaining to us that BMW had the mission to provide premium mobility services to individuals. I was amazed because this was no longer a car manufacturer, this was a mobility service provider. So I knew something was changing. And um, another, another element was that um, actually we observed that uh, the search terms for parking and parking-related search terms were really growing in Google. So there was plenty to be done in order to create a new approach to providing solutions for the client. But what came first? I asked Sylvia, where did you begin to bring that vision to life? 
Right. So our first mission was to create an e-commerce. And we already adopted um, an, an interesting approach to this. We started with a co-creation. And we really tried to get everybody in the whole company involved because we did realize that an e-commerce would require everybody to understand and to collaborate. We would start to sell our services online. So operations, the legal department, the financial department, uh, everybody had to know about this and, and had to be able to contribute. So in the co-creation session that we organized, we applied design thinking techniques and that was really a cool experience. You know, everybody enjoyed that and we came up with great ideas and actually with a pretty revolutionary result because this is 2015. It's not 2019 or 2020. In 2015 in the car park industry, we decided to go for an e-commerce and to convert our new web into a shop. And we started working with hero screens and we introduced Google Material Design. It looked pretty radical back in 2015 in our company and in our industry. As someone who has instigated and experienced the digital transformation of a company, Sylvia now has the benefit of hindsight. And so I asked her, where would you say would be a good starting point for others at the beginning of this process? Right. I would like to recommend something which we actually did not do. So maybe it's something that you could do better. I think it's, it would make, I think it makes things a lot easier if you start from a shared vision of the challenge from the beginning. And the shared vision of the challenge includes having a common understanding of how your external environment, being the market trends, being competitors, being clients, are actually evolving, assessing the situation today and assessing where the market is going, and also have a, a realistic understanding of your own internal requirements and conditions, one. And two, on the basis of this shared vision of the challenge, define your KPIs and define your objectives, and do so in an agile way. If you manage that, I think you have pretty good chance to get a cool digital transformation started. It's clear that you need strong digital talent to be able to effectively put in place the necessary systems and tools. But in a company of any size, that's not all you need. I asked Sylvia, which profiles do you think you need to have on board to begin the process of the transformation in a company? Now, I really think that uh, the success of digital transformation requires digital talent. So you need digital talent. I can then specify on this. It requires processes. So you need somebody who's really good at your company's processes and who is capable of digitizing them and of modernizing them. You need IT. <laughs> so you definitely need uh, the, the IT guys to accompany this project. And you need resources. You know, often it's said that digital transformation has to be driven top down. Uh, I think that's so important because you definitely need resources for this. And maybe it's the CEO, maybe it's the finance guy, but you need to be able to tell a convincing, a compelling story for the people who have to provide the budgets. Um, maybe you have to come up with a business plan. That's why it's so important to have your KPIs and your objectives. 
Now, if we want to have a close focus on the digital team, well, you can have um, a superhero, you know, digital superstar who deals with all the different issues because you can work with all kinds of agencies. I mean, you can outsource a lot of things, but you will need expertise from a digital strategic point of view. You will need expertise on the UX. It's basic. Once you have your e-commerce up and running, you will need uh, acquisition. You will need somebody to deal with the digital marketing aspects, SEM and so on. You will need BI, business intelligence analytics. You will need SEO for website, you know, for, for optimizing your traffic. If you do social media, which you would probably do, you will need a content manager or somebody dealing with content and um, community manager. And you definitely need somebody to keep working on the product itself. A product manager, product guy who just keeps optimizing the product. You might want to do um, CRO, uh, conversion rate optimization sooner or later, growth hacking. So you need somebody who is doing that, who is like reviewing the website, benchmarking it, finding the little bugs and, and keeps developing it all the time, all the time. Even if we have a clear vision of how things should be and the changes we need to affect in order to achieve the results that we want, persuading others to participate may not be that easy. And so I asked Sylvia, can you tell us about some of the difficulties you had in convincing others in the company about the need for digital transformation? Right. Uh, in our case, we have to understand the context. In case of Savo, we came out of a very difficult situation, 2011 to 2014. Our business had actually suffered a lot. We had lost lots of customers. So it was a, a time we had to start out new. At the time, we probably didn't have a defined corporate digital strategy. And maybe this is one of the difficulties we had to overcome. However, I would think it's a, it's a difficulty that uh, many of us will maybe encounter because it's much easier to tell a story once it's happened than, than to really you know, develop it totally perfectly fine before it's happening. It's, it's impossible. So you never have everything ideally set out for you. Another important issue in our company was that actually the impact of digital business, of digital revenue, was very, very small. It was negligible on our, on our revenue, on our profit and loss account. It was not really relevant. So we needed to get some space of relevancy. We needed to argue that this is strategically very important. In our company, a, a specific uh, issue was that um, the e-commerce was viewed as an, as an investment, a CapEx project. But nobody really thought what would happen once this investment was online. And that's when the fun starts. That's when you have to start managing your e-commerce and when you need lots of things to be implemented uh, related to the management of your e-commerce, SEM, SEO, analytics, all sorts of things. So we had to explain this and we had to explain why this was necessary. Another important challenge for us maybe was the why behind this whole e-commerce evolution that we were driving. Start with the why, like Simon Sinek, no? 
We really tried to explain how our context was changing. We started developing um, a monthly newsletter, providing news on the evolution of mobility and of the market with a, spe a specific focus on, on the impact of digitalization on all that. And so we started telling a story you know, um, throughout time. And slowly but surely, I would think that the whole company is, has actually developed their own digital uh, script. And the whole company has done a lot of things in the meantime. And we moved to a cloud-based uh, IT system. Uh, we have introduced a digital workplace for our employees. We have uh, uh, digitized lots of administrative and financial processes. Yeah, I, I think the, the main thing was just to not give up and also to provide periodic feedback and periodic information on how our project was evolving. We used um, a business committee, which happened every month, to share our KPI with uh, a big audience in the company, um, talking about e-commerce, talking about social media, and talking about all our projects, how they evolved, how they evolved. And I think it was also this constant information which actually helped you know creating a positive atmosphere in the end. Sylvia's story of digital transformation at Saba is one of success. In fact her and her team's efforts reaped the rewards last year with the publication of the Saba Think with Google case study, the first one ever to deal with the car park industry, and the nomination for the prestigious Club e-commerce awards in the category of best digital transformation. But the journey hasn't been a straightforward one. I asked Sylvia if you could go back and start the process all over again, what would you do differently? Well, um, yes, <laughs> probably, probably yes. It, it was quite a tough ride sometimes. Ideally, I would love to start out with this shared vision of the challenge and to like have uh, a lot of common knowledge already from the beginning and to have the process people and the IT people and the resource people together with the digital marketing vision, you know, all on board in a, in a, in a happy, motivated team. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I would spend more time on getting this shared vision, however, I don't know if you have to be realistic, you just have to get started somehow. That would be one thing that would have you know, made things easier. Also, yeah, I think it's just to be a little more realistic. We had a very ambitious timeline uh, set out for this uh, process. We probably thought that we would have set up the whole digital ecosystem that we had dreamt up in a year, a year and a half. And yeah, it's been a lot slower. And, you know, I would spend time on doing a concrete business case, as small as possible, but as concrete as possible, and getting the finance guys on board and just making sure we understand what can be expected and uh, what are the KPIs that would measure what, and then just keep periodically comparing the results. Now I'm even more aware, um, I'm definitely more aware of the importance of teamwork. It's really, it's, it's something that you can't do from a marketing department uh, alone. You really need the help and the collaboration of your colleagues. 
So they need to be on board and they need to understand the issue and they need to dispose of the information that maybe you have on, you know, digital views and they need to chip in their view of processes, IT architecture, available resources. The transformation that Sylvia has headed has been a response to changes in the urban mobility ecosystem and changes in client behavior. But change is constant. And so I asked Sylvia, what changes in customer habits do you foresee affecting how you do business? Right. Our, we are actually in a really interesting industry right now. I mean, don't think that parking is boring. <laughs> nothing, nothing could be less true. We used to be an infrastructure management business, yes. But today we are a player in the so-called urban mobility ecosystem. And that's anything else but a boring place. It's a super dynamic place where tech companies, big tech, small tech, uh, work together with car manufacturers. I mean, I'm talking about really powerful, important companies. Public administration is doing a lot of regulations, new business models popping up, you know, the sharing economy, that's all pretty new. It's all changing every day, as you said, change is constant. And in the middle of this, car park companies like us. Now you've got traditional car park companies like us, and you've got new car park companies that do like broker, they offer broker services, sort of like booking. And uh, traditional players like us are right in the middle of this whole urban mobility experience. And the change that's going to drive future innovation, I think it's around our customer. We have to be strictly customer centric. The needs of our customers, we have different customer segments. One is uh, B2C customers, drivers like you and me. Uh, others is companies, B2B customers. They have very specific, uh, increasing uh, specific needs. And the other segment is also car park owners that we can manage their installations for. So we have to strictly consider what our customers need. And I would say our customers need sustainability and convenience. I would say our customers need sustainability and convenience. The mobility experience has to be ever more convenient, ever more frictionless. You don't want to even be aware that you are parking. The barrier has to open automatically. You can just park wherever you want to. When you're done with whatever you have to do, you just take your car. You don't have to pass by any cash machine to pay. You just leave. Everything is registered automatically. We know your preferences. Uh, we can offer you specific tailor-made promotions according to your needs, according to your habits. It has to be ever more convenient and sustainable. We collaborate. Uh, we do a lot of things on sustainable business. We are, uh, I would say, the car park company, at least in Spain, with the highest percentage of, of spaces for electric vehicles, charging stations for electric vehicles. And there's a lot of things coming up from that perspective too. And so the way that Saba Infraestructuras does business has changed. Through a digital transformation, the customer-centric approach has become a central part of corporate strategy. But what about change on an individual level? I asked Sylvia, 
In what ways has your experience changed the way in which you approach work? Uh, it's been a really great experience. I mean, I'm now in my early 50s. So I started with this whole digital transformation in my late 40s, you know, which is I'm not a digital native at all. So it's been, I would say, the best experience in my professional life so far. And I think it has like changed me like a glove inside out and upside down. It's completely, it's rejuvenated me. It has made me feel very uncomfortable and uh, I've had a lot of fun with it. I think resilience has become a great issue. Um, you just have to keep going and keep trying. And if you're convinced of your vision, which in my case I was, you just have to find a way to keep going and pushing. And... Um, Start finding little success stories, share them, share them, teamwork, make them big, make them grow together. Also, I've turned into a big fan of agile work methodology. That's something completely new. It was introduced by our great uh, digital marketing expert, Kim, from day one. He made us work in agile. It's a completely different uh, approach of how you work as a team. You focus on priorities. It's totally non-hierarchical. Anybody can um, provide anybody else with work. And um, it, it, it works. You're much more autonomous and much more responsible. And I think it's much more fun and much more satisfying. So that's also been good. Also, you've mentioned this before, change is the new normal. For, forget about comfort ever again. It's just not going to be comfortable ever again. And I think this whole digital experience, also the training that I received at ISTI has just made me accept this as a fact and feel comfortable with this totally uncomfortable. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the Is Digital Business podcast from ISDI. This episode was presented and produced by Ian McMurray. Please subscribe to listen to our upcoming episodes. To learn more about this and other digital topics, and for more information on ISDI's Global Executive Master in Digital Business and other programs, visit isdi.education. That's I-S-D-I dot education. That's I-S-D-I dot education.